Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Class is in session, and we're once again at the start of a brand new month. Somehow, it's already August 2020, and it seems to be a bit of a slower month, kind of a quieter month in most regards, much like July was. Uh, There's a lot of kind of smaller titles, more niche titles, with some potential, potentially monolithic uh, releases. And of course, one that me and my assistant professor, Mr. Alex O'Neill, are very excited for but first off let's uh let's have our recap how are you doing alex i'm doing good man uh it was a long july difficult long month for many of us mm-hmm. myself included um but i you mentioned uh, august slow month for rpgs we got a couple of good ones yeah uh toward the end here that i'm excited that i'm that are gonna be a nice little comfort food right at the end of summer um, mm-hmm. Big news month, I have a feeling. We got a yeah. Gamescom Live Internet Online Edition, however that's going to turn out. Um, and I feel like we're going to get a lot of PS5, Xbox Series X news this month. Uh, or at least Here's hoping. some on both sides. That's my expectation. Phil Spencer's mm-hmm. making promises about news this month. So, so maybe at least something and with Gamescom. So hopefully the RPG and game drought is offset by by some good news. Yeah. Hopefully. How are you doing? How are you doing, Scott? How's, doing good. How's your uh, good. July treated you? Uh, not too bad. Kind of a little stressful and just things and wedding planning and planning and doing stuff otherwise. But it's been pretty good. I've had some had some time to play some RPGs. What about you? What have you been playing? Uh, I got a lot. Uh, RP on the RPG spectrum. Did you have you have you touched Paper Mario at all? Uh, Origami King, no, but I have been playing Thousand Year Door. Mm. And I, I'm curious. I, I I haven't talked with Paper Mario with you at all. I've talked a little bit with Mike. I, I know you you're on the trepidatious side, and you know, like I don't want to come up here and and confirm everyone's uh, yeah. suspicions. You know, we we talked about it on the the last episode too. It was kind of like the one I was looking forward to this month because I haven't uh, played Ghost of Tsushima yet. Uh, Yeah, it's it's cool, man. I just wish, gosh, I wish it were more like the other Paper Mario games. Every time, like for every good thing Origami Mm. King does, it like does something absurdly, like poorly very shortly after. And it's always like... Mm -hmm. Uh, this very weird back and forth. It, it's just it, it sucks to not be able to wholeheartedly like that game. Uh, it's it's just good. It's not great, you know. They just need to get rid. Of, in in my opinion, they just need to do away with RPG mechanics or anything resembling RPG mm-hmm. from Paper Mario, and make it like. And I think you and Mike mentioned this. Just make it like an adventure game. Just yeah. Incorporate some other mechanic and just strip away kind of turn-based combat or anything that could resemble RP- potentially an RPG. 
or go yeah. the reverse side and take it back to Thousand Year Door times where it is a RPG. Yes. Do one or the other. Do not keep trying to balance this line between is it or isn't because you are failing. And I think it's more egregious to have... And from what I've watched and read and I've talked to people, it's more egregious to me that they have a combat that seems to be there just to be there as opposed to having any real meaningful reason to do it. Yeah. Like, it's 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 frustrating, to, but like, you know, I and I I agree. I definitely echo the either gut the RPG stuff or, or go back, you know, really come back to to what was great about it. Cuz there you could cookie cutter like cut out the combat in this game and put the Thousand Year Door combat into it. And it would be a better game. Like I, I think that's the most egregious thing. Like it, it doesn't actually add to anything. It, even if you just took it out, it would be a better game. But there's still like poorly done stuff even around that. There's a lot of instances where the game will just game over you, like completely unforgivably. <laughs> and and if you didn't oh, save really? or or whatever in like these conveniently placed save spots, like you lose a lot of progress. It's happened to me twice now. Um, oh, wow. of just moments where it's like very sudden and then game over. It's not like uh, you know yeah. you take a lot of damage. It's like no game over and, and you go back to the the like load screen um, in like an old school way. But it, it just it feels very at odds with the other parts of the like the other philosophy into the design mm-hmm. of this game. Um, and that's just like in addition to the combat feeling kind of at odds with the rest of the game. So it feels, there's a lot of stuff that kind of conflicts with one another uh, in this game, and it makes it a very, at times, f- depressingly frustrating game, and it's, it's weird. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely... The, the running around and exploring and doing stuff is just so good that I just want it to be that if it, you yeah. know, if, if they were going to brutalize the combat in the way they did it of just like to the point where I, there's kind of like an auto battle you can do um, mm-hmm. to some extent by like buying uh, uh, help from the audience, like the toad audience. Um, and if you just spend 999 coins on that, which is basically nothing in that game, It'll just mm-hmm. auto do the puzzle of the combat, which I don't like. I like it is completely worn its welcome with me. I hate it at this point. Like I actively dislike it um, because it's just been so much of it. And even the boss fights where it's kind of used cleverly, I'm like over it. I, I don't care anymore. Um, and and so I'm just auto battling through the anything that is like kind of challenging because it's just not rewarding or fun for me mm-hmm. anymore. And that's a bummer because then when I get back out in the world, I'm having a good time and I'm talking and the writing's great and all that but it's just yeah. it's, it's a roller coaster man ups and then downs and then ups and then downs yeah thousand year door though i'm yeah how's that treating you loving it yes absolutely fantastic it it scratches all those itches and i had never really dived too deeply into it um mm-hmm. for the longest time paper mario really i was turned off by the art style. I was like, oh, that, I'm not a fan of that. So my first Paper Mario was actually Super Paper Mario. Yeah. Um, and then I would eventually go back and replay the original and find, find myself a copy of Thousand Year Door and stuff. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time I'm like really diving into it. Yeah. Um, specifically for an RPGU episode that uh, I recorded yesterday. But oh, it's just so good. It's, it's such a 
perfect it's got depth and complexity without being imposing yes I feel. yeah totally um there's a lot of things you can do like i love the badges in how you can kind of substitute specific level ups in your flower points or heart points with those um but like when you level up you're given a choice do you want to buff these three stats it's not dexterity and all these it's very clear cut but it really branches out i i use items i love all the partners i love how each partner works and contributes to both in and out of combat i love how like outside of combat as you unlock curses and new partners it's all turns the exploration almost into like a metroidvania style thing where you can go back with these new powers and do it and in combat you can level them up so they get more abilities it's just it's so good and so well done yeah without being so in your face like i think thousand year door is the perfect balance of a really good narrative with just the right amount of like combat it's not too geared towards either where like super paper mario was like super narrative focused and one of my issues with that was there's just so much text in between when you can do platforming where things just spiral out of control after that with like sticker star and stuff where it's like the combat's just garbage and like your attacks are just usable items and craziness with that and and with origami king to see that okay the combats there is combat but there's absolutely no reason to do combat and it's like but man thousand year door and i know you you love thousand year door as well yeah it's it's my i always say it's my favorite mario game (laughs) which yeah yeah, like above all else i like for me to to what you're saying like it's like the perfect mario rpg because it does all the things that mario as a franchise does and has done well and successfully and then it's just also bundled into an rpg um, Mm -hmm. which is just extra delightful where where are you at in it are you what chapter are you on uh towards the end of chapter two. Oh wow you're so pretty early so it um, just gets better like chapter three oh, on yeah. in my opinion it just gets better each chapter mm-hmm. um, until the, like until the end and it, it's cool because like you also the, the in the first paper Mario it is like a Mario RPG and it reminds me a lot of the original Mario RPG and you're fighting Bowser and it's cool and it, it, it's it is like firing mm-hmm. on all cylinders for from like the Mario perspective. Uh, what I love about Thousand Year Door is like you see a, just a bunch of weirdos in that game. It's just a bunch of freakos. Mm-hmm. It's like you go to the puny woods in Chapter Two, the Boggly Woods, and then you yeah. meet Flurry, and there's like these weird little guys, and the X Knots are everywhere, and like the X Knots being kind of like the the bad guys that, that take mm-hmm. uh, Princess Peach. Like they are not Bowser, and they're really weird and funny in their own way, but also kind of scary. Um, yeah, it's like just a whole other vibe. It is such a, it is like yeah. a JRPG ass JRPG as well as being a Mario game. It like does mm-hmm. both simultaneously so well, and it's just great. Guys, what a great game! Yeah, but been playing that. Played a lot of Cross Code. Yes, fucking fantastic, stellar video game. Um, Another and, probably one of my all time favorites now. I would say. Oh yeah, and and some Dungeons and Dragons, kind of like you. I've been sinking a lot. Of, a lot of good times into D and D lately, so yeah, it's good times. The most classic of any RPG. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, 
But we are here to talk about the games coming out in August this month. Um, and like we mentioned, it's a bit of a, a a quiet month, we should say. We start off with, on August 7th, Horizon Zero Dawn's finally coming to PC. The mm. robot dinosaur hunting uh, post-apocalyptic game. Absolutely looks beautiful. Yes. Um, I'm excited to pull up 4K60 gameplay on my TV. I'll never have a machine that can run that, but I'll just watch it on my TV <laughs> natively and enjoy it. Yeah, I'm anxious to see what crazy mods people put in. Yeah. I, just judging, I want to see Thomas the Trank, Tank Engine as the... Uh, as every robot. As, the, as every robot. <laughs> every just give me a... Robot. Let me hunt Thomas the Train. I want to see the mods that let you play as the robots and just see someone like wrecking a whole encampment mm-hmm. of robots as another bigger robot. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So That's that cool. comes out August 7th. Pick it up if you don't have it on PS4 or have never played it. It's a it's a fun game, and you'll get ready for uh, the new game, Wild West. Forbidden, right? No, Forbidden, Forbidden West. West, excuse me. I was thinking the Will Smith movie. Which they reference in that game. They always refer to the West as the Forbidden West. It's kind of cool. Yeah. They're very cool. Very cool. Uh, also coming out, well, at least in Europe on August 7th, but on August 11th in North America, is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon Infinite Combate. This reminds uh, me of a... Uh, the name of it reminds me of a Xbox Live indie game back in the Wild West of that, that whole marketplace um, called Don't Die Dateless Dummy uh, or the original D4, mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, if you prefer, <laughs> um, that we all played on the podcast. And uh, it's, a, it's a very bad game, but... <laughs> but it is. I've heard good things about the anime. I've heard it can be kind of funny. Um, but this game looks like it's kind of like a dungeon explorer. You're kind of kind of a sheer in the wanderer esque vibes I'm getting from watching the trailer. But it's more action RPG esque. Yeah. Um, and not rogue turn based. So it, it gives level me up um, a bunch. Rune Factory vibes a little bit. Artistically, yeah. at the very least. Yeah, I can see that. Or, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Will you become the greatest adventurer? Seems like lots of stats, lots of probably min-maxing opportunities and leveling up. I don't know anything specifically about this this franchise, um, but this comes from P-Cube and Mages. I guess they're working. Um, so, yeah, that's coming out in the U.S. on August 11th. Very exciting. Uh, More anime games. Yep, all the anime games. Uh, Now, this is another game that uh, I remember Alex and I, before we had started recording, we had both kind of heard about this. Like, we felt like we had heard about this. Um, But Banner of the Maid, a alternate history version of the French Revolution, where uh, it's like a tactical RPG kind of in the vein of a Tactics Ogre or a Final Fantasy Tactics, it looks like. Yeah. Kind of looks cool. Some cool art. Yeah, Scott Guthier on Irrational Passions podcast just recently had a rant of an infamous rant about how there hasn't been a good Final Fantasy Tactics game in years. And he's right. Um, <laughs> so maybe I'll Well, point. not by the name Final Fantasy yeah. Tactics, but yeah, there's yeah. been some, some really good tactics likes. Yes, a true follow-up, a true named successor to uh, A2 or whatever the most recent good yeah. one was. 
But maybe I'll point him at the in the direction of Banner of the Maid. Maybe he could scratch yeah. the edge. The official description is Banner of the Maid is a mix of turn-based strategy and JRPG set in alternate French Revolution with fantasy elements as the young officer Pauline Bonaparte you will have to lead your troops to battle and play the role of in the political vortex of Paris Pauline Bonaparte Pauline Bonaparte yep. that's a great name what a great name there you go so yeah give it a check out it looks kind of interesting it looks like it's coming to a bunch of platforms um, Steam, it looks like it's currently out on Steam, actually. Uh, came out back in May of last year, so you could play it there. Um, but it is coming to Switch, it looks like. PS4 and Switch on August 12th. Um, next up we have Pathfinder Kingmaker, the Definitive Edition, is coming to PS4 and Xbox One on August 18th. This is, uh... Neither of us have played it, but Pathfinder is, of course, one of the kind of offshoots. Uh, the, the, some of the developers that created D&D 3.5 uh, Edition split off and created Pathfinder uh, using a very similar rule set. And Kingmaker is a fairly well-received kind of RPG set in the Pathfinder universe. So this is the, the definitive edition. Yeah, so, I don't. I don't know if it'll stand up to the likes of uh, Pillars of Eternity or um, uh, Divinity: Original Sin, but uh, could be worth checking out. I, I had not yeah. heard of the, like a Pathfinder game of that style, a CRPG Pathfinder game. So it is on my radar officially. Yeah, I'm just hoping it has better load times than uh, Pillars of Eternity Two did. Yeah, uh, on consoles because those were atrocious yeah. and they haven't been fixed, and it makes me sad. Yeah, totally. Give that a try if you're interested by the series. It is now coming to PS4 and Xbox One on August 18th. Next, we have Death and Request 2 on the PS4 and PC coming. Uh, or excuse me, it's coming to PC on August 18th, and then on August 25th, it's coming uh, to PS4. It looks like yes, in North uh, America. Yes. In North America, and then August twenty eighth for Europe. This it's a compile heart game. Idea Factory looks very kind of Neptunia, but with a slightly more uh, morbid kind of dark gothic aesthetic to it. With anime people, anime characters. Never enough anime, especially oh, on RPGU. I feel like that's just you got to come here for that bread and butter. We we got we got a lot of it. <laughs> Of it yeah, a lot. We've talked a lot. We've talked about a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so move around on the field. It looks very Neptunia from yes. what I remember of Neptunia. So yeah, definitely uh, reminded me as well. With the triact system that allows players to take three actions in one turn. So that's 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 cool. Three turns. Rule video games. Rule of threes. Everything happens in threes. Remember it. Yes. Excellent. Um, three anime, three <laughs> three sorceresses. Yes. Three acts. Perfect. Uh, but the but the next game that <laughs> is on a lot of our radars here at Irrational Passions um, that we're super stoked about, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered on August 27th, coming to PS4, Switch, and Mobile. Man, Alex, we are going to play this game so much. 
Hell yes, sweetest moment of the year. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles possibly getting the credit it has deserved all these years. Uh, yeah, this is just, you know, it, for I feel like a lot of people probably have never played it. Uh, and it, it, it was very infamous back in the day. You used the, the GBA SP link yeah. cable. You wanted to play with that. friends, you um, had to use I still, in each, yeah. I still have it. Like, as, as early as three and a half years ago, I got a group of people who are totally outside of video games, totally mm-hmm. like just, you know, like my, my regular people friends. I was like, listen, guys, I'm going to, there's a, we've been looking for a co-op game for the, us, our group to play together. I know this might seem like a stretch, but here's this GBASP. I have all of this <laughs> and I have for years. Mm-hmm. I need you to go with me on this. And they loved it. Like just totally like casual RPG fans that absolutely fell in love with the game. We ended up playing uh, almost to the end, which is like not, it's not a short game, um, you know, getting together as a group and, and like uh, they were, they had like their little chart of like, here is, I, I am this race of the four races and here are the best equipment mm-hmm. that we're going to go like hunting and do side questing for. Um, yeah, it, it is just a really cool game uh, that, you know, you, you choose from a group of four classes you're from a village so you your family has a profession they're like fishermen or farmers or anything uh or something like that and you go on this journey with your your caravan um and as you go uh collecting this myrrh to keep the the crystal that protects your your town like energized and alive uh you meet other people along the way other adventures other people gathering myrrh um, and the whole idea is that, you know, everybody in your group is from mm-hmm. the town that you're from and, and they all have family in that town as well. You all get different things from your family. Like if, if your family is like the butcher, uh, then they'll send you meat and, and they'll make food for you when you come back. Or if they're the fishermen, they can give you items accordingly, right? So you're cultivating relationships yeah. with your family. You're going out and, and kind of redoing these levels over and over again. They get more and more difficult each time going through this endless cycle to hopefully find an end for it and and, and the the plague that that curses the land. It's just, you know, like set on an an adventure with your friends and then from there it's a a fun hack and slash but also Final Fantasy game with Malboros and giant crabs and stuff. Like you you get literally everything you could want in this game. It's so good. I have very fond memories of having this back on the GameCube. Um, I remember I had it pre-ordered and when... My mom brought it home from picking it up after work. She had picked up the strategy guide for it as a surprise and just playing a crap ton of this. And now to be able to to play this again without the kind of the hassle of um, the, 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 the game link cables and the online multiplayer. Um, I'm curious, Alex, which, which version of the game are you picking up, Switch or uh, PS4? Um, now I know that it's cross-play, I'm probably going to get it on PS4 because I imagine mm-hmm. it's just going to have the better frame rate, um, which which I'm definitely interested in. Uh, this game definitely had, on the GameCube back in the day, it had a couple of yeah. frame rate moments. Because yeah. a lot of shit starts happening on the screen at a certain point, especially in those boss fights. Mm-hmm. You can like, do combined magic and all that. Um, the Switch is definitely tempting, but but I'll probably get it Pick on it up on Switch when it's on sale sometime. Um, can do that. Yeah, I don't know if it's cross-save, but yeah. if it is, that, that definitely be uh, worth it for me. But yes, we have some very cool uh, uh, ideas for... Or I currently have a lot of... Uh, a cool kind of stream planned for this. Because uh, conveniently, this game will come out the same day as an RPG episode 
normally would. So, and RPG University yes. Live. So expect some very cool stuff with that on August 27th. Uh, now, another game that unfortunately is coming out on August 27th that will be overshadowed, which seems this is this month's. I've never heard of this, but it looks kind of cool. It's the Dungeon of Nahabalk, the Amulet of Chaos. It seems like it's a mix of Dungeons and Dragons kind of classes, or like Diablo, and combat from like XCOM. Looks kind of cool. I had never heard of it before, huh. but watching the trailer of it, it was like, this looks kind of nifty. Cool, yeah. Um, it does look yeah, nifty. that's coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Or it looks like, at least according to our list right now, it's only coming to PC on August 27th, but eventually it will also come to uh, PS4 and Xbox. So give it a check out if you're not playing Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Um, next up, we have Wasteland 3 is releasing on August 28th. Uh, the kind of Fallout-esque, post-apocalyptic, tactical RPG. Old-school Fallout, now Fallout uh, first-person game. But but yeah, Wasteland 3 coming to... I believe it will also be on Game Pass. It will be on all those. So if you are excited or have played the previous Wasteland games, give this a check out. Uh It'd be fun. You've never played the Wasteland games, have you, Alex? Yeah, this... No, and, like, it's uh, the biggest bummer, because, like, I feel like there could be a world where I, where I get into Wasteland, I think, more as, like, a tabletop RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the only thing that I can think of when I think of Wasteland is... I don't know which Xbox conference it was, but one Xbox conference, it was like the third or second to last trailer I think they had. I think it was for Wasteland 2. And it was just like this dude doing like this yeehaw cowboy voice voiceover over like this, these shots of this gameplay that meant nothing if you don't know how Wasteland plays. And it just left the worst impression on me. Uh, yeah, this was one we a lot of question marks. I was like, has Wasteland 3 been in early access? Did it come out at some mm-hmm. point? Is this... It was I just think of Wasteland Two and its expansions? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's I. I don't know. I, I guess Wasteland. You know, I remember when it got kickstarted. The original one. That was, it was a big was deal because like it was. It was a lot like it was the predecessor the, or the precursor, excuse me, to the original Fallout games. Like the original team that yeah, made yeah. the original Wasteland lost the rights to that name because I think Sierra or something owned it. So when they went and started their own studio, they couldn't use the Wasteland moniker, so they came up with Fallout, and that's how pretty much Fallout 1 and 2 got created. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's funny, because like, I, I, I feel like you don't feel that lineage mm-hmm. at all, and to be fair, like modern Fallout is not what Fallout 1 and 2 were, um, but... I feel, like, I feel like you just from the personality and the, the style of it, you don't you don't necessarily get that. But I guess you know there that that game was kickstarted successfully, and then a sequel came mm-hmm. out, and now a third one is coming out. So I, there there must be some audience for it. I just yeah. have so many questions. So. But yes, that comes out on August twenty eighth. So give it a give it a check out. Uh, also on the twenty eighth is a game called Windbound, which uh, I really know nothing about, but it, I guess it kind of looks cool. You're on a boat. Yeah, oh, cool. okay. Looking at the I don't know what's watching going on this here. trailer. Okay, I'm uh, I'm 
I'm remembering it a bit now. Um, it's yeah. very, very impressive looking. It's like, it's very Breath yeah. of the Wildy. Yes, it gives those vibes for sure. I don't know how RPG yeah. will end up being, but it's a lot of crafting and stuff, so it could also be be like a Minecraft-esque game. But yes, August 28th, that's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, so give it a check out. I'm curious to see how well it performs on Switch. <laughs> this yeah. looks like one of those games that, yeah, it's on Switch, but it runs like poo-poo. Yeah. But if it's cool, you know, it could be great. Uh, and just for some George Cruz content, it looks like poo poo pee pee. That one's for you, George. <laughs> that one's for you, George. Miss you, miss you buddy. He does. He he it's does true. love this content. Now we can guarantee. He, yeah. misses, he misses us too. I'm I'm sure Papa Jen is beating the <laughs> hope out of him. So. Uh, and <laughs> we get. This is another one I've never heard of, also coming on uh, August 28th. Uh, and I don't know what it is about studios developing Pokemon clones all of a sudden, but Nexomon Extinction yeah. is coming out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC apparently this day. So that's, that's a thing. Uh, so... Nexomon Extinction is a return to classic monster-catching games complete with a brand new story, eccentric characters, and over 300 unique Nexomon to trap and tame. Yeah, I feel like the I've world is on the before. brink of extinction as <laughs> mighty tyrant Nexomon fight for dominion over humans and monsters. Join the guild of tamers and begin an epic journey to restore balance before all hope is lost. We did. We did one last one. We did. As well, right? I can't remember it. What was it? But I, I think I picked it up, honestly. Uh, was it Monster Crown? Yes! The, the Monster kind of... Crown. I didn't pick that one. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one that yeah. one seemed interesting, though. They was doing some, like, Undertale yeah. stuff, you know? It was... This one, it's just... Trap and Tame over 300 brand new Nexomon from 11 elemental types with powerful <laughs> evolutions. I can't get over Nexomon. Battle so, trainers so and tyrants you know? step on and take on would-be challenges and dangerous foes and beautifully animate turn-based battles. Like, the art looks good. I, I have to give it that. Like, the hand, yeah. it has a very good-looking hand-drawn style to it. I've just never heard yeah. of it. And the way they're but sounding, like... Trying to tame 300 brand new Nexomon was like, was there a Nexomon before? <laughs> is this yeah? Was this like a sequel Nexomon? I mean, it's Nexomon extinction. Was there just, so was there just a? I don't Nexomon? know. I I I need to look this up. Apparently, there was. Yeah. And it came out in maybe this is like August of 2017. Yeah, like artistically, I'm looking at like when you're even just walking around the world map. It looks great. I just I want to see it. Yeah, moving. It's uh. Oh, this original Nexomon is like even more Pokemon-y looking. So Ooh. the original one is catch, evolve, and collect over 300 unique Nexomon, and Nexomon Extinction says 300 more. Uh. 
over 300 brand new Nexomon. So is it like everything's brand new or it's now like 600 Nexomon? I don't know. Is this Nexomon yeah, silver? Is this <laughs> so Gen questions. 2 Nexomon that we're that we're looking at right right here? We should do there should be a game of the year category yeah. of best Pokemon like. Next Pokemon types are turning into the new roguelikes slowly. They're waging their comeback. Yeah, it's been a while, so I guess they, they had to come back eventually. Sword and Shield did well enough that everyone's got to get a piece of that. I think it's pie. disc creatures from a couple years ago, honestly. Yeah. Because, cause like, Pokemon's Something. been around for, like, ever, and nothing really happened. Like, I'm, I'm guessing, like, this is, this has a physical edition, and I'm like, it's like, wow, yeah, wow, that is crazy. like, do I want to, do I want to see what this is about, we're, just for the, next month we're going to be in here, y'all, like, we were doubting, but Nexamon <laughs> is the new truth, <laughs> screw, everyone needs to be playing screw Nexamon Pikachu, today. give me my Noki, or Rapalux, or no sidle. I'm definitely not gonna be saying rap. Uh, Blaze sure. Tilia. Or yeah. Marasuma. Marasuma. It's like okay. Or Dinga. Noosidle. Dinga. Or ding. Yeah. What are these? We got Dinga and Lumeray, which is. I feel like I, I honest I just can't even get yeah. out of the name to be honest. Nexomon is just it's so it's, very it's a good. thing. So who knows? Maybe tune in to uh, Irrational Passions on Twitch for a potential Nexomon stream at the end of the month. Why not? We'll see. Why not? And this last one is a maybe, as the developer said. We hope to have this in early access this month, but oh. Please, please have it come in early access. Baldur's Gate 3 for PC and... Yeah, but PC... Oh, this game looks so good. Yeah, this is definitely one where I, even if... Like, like I know, I, I knew Divinity and I, it was the idea of them doing Baldur's Gate was like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. I, I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm, I'm interested. And then you go see it and like how much budget and love and care, mm -hmm. you know, it, it is exactly what you would want if you gave that studio as much as they need to make like the coolest Boulder mm -hmm. Skate game you can, you can even imagine. Um, it looks so good. <laughs> like just even just from a visual standpoint, uh, this seems like it's going to be like the D and D game that you've always it's, wanted. Uh, I feel like everything Larian has done like with original sin original sin 2 is led up to this moment um mm -hmm. and honestly i feel like Larian is the new old bioware yeah like totally bioware dropped yeah. that stick and Larian came and picked it up and is just running with it because they are i think they are on fire yeah, I'm trying. They did what? Divinity Original Sin and then Original yeah. Sin 2 and now this, right? Yeah, it's back to back hitters. Like, I, I remember hearing people, and, and I played a little bit of the uh, first Original Sin um, and playing that, like, with another person and, and how cool and involved that was. And 
uh, how like how much care they put into making that feel like mm-hmm. a tabletop experience, you know? And then just like quadrupling down on that <laughs> with original sin too. Like you could tell they they that was like to me that felt like a pitch mm-hmm. for something like this of like we're gonna no we're gonna go back to the well of like a, the, essentially the progenitor of a lot of these games, Boulder's Gate. We're gonna, we're gonna oh yeah, knock it's that apart. The, um, just the critical and fan acclaim that original sin 2 has had um it's ridiculous like it's sitting at a 93 on metacritic right now uh with an 8.8 user score which is crazy for metacritic Um, yeah it's i and it's it's one of those things like i don't even know like i don't want to get my expectation too high and i'm very curious to see like it's going to early access and i know Original Sin 2 had an early mm-hmm. access period as well. Um, and I, I I just don't know what the game looks like in that state. I imagine it's like maybe just one act of the story um, or, or certain parts of the story. Like I, I'm curious yeah. how much, if they manage to get this out in early access this month, I mean, if not this month, then maybe in the next couple, um, like how much of the game mm-hmm. is going to be there, what it's going to look and feel like, uh, and what people are going to think of it. Because I'm, I'm sure it's going to be positive, but I hope it's not just like... Uh, you know, please God, give me more. You know, there's just not enough here. But we'll yeah, see. It, uh, it'll be quite the interest. It'll be really interesting to see what all they put into it. But seeing it in action uh, back at PAX was really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous game. Also, good. Looks so good. I can't, I can't believe it. it's. You know, it's almost like. It's it's beyond that like Dragon Age mm-hmm. style even like they they really just of look at any competitor in this like CRPG or or CRPG inspired or even like just Western RPG space uh, and it's just like, mm-hmm. this, this is up there but it's you know it's like it's gonna be people talking about this game and Witcher and Divinity Original Sin two and and like those are gonna be the conversations and, yeah it's uh very exciting very very exciting so hopefully we'll hear something um something about it so yes Yes. soon soon indeed but that is going to do it for this month's syllabus uh i want to thank you all for stopping in and hanging out with alex and i today um thank you for joining me once again alex on uh on this these little syllabus episodes yeah, this is the. I love it. This is exactly <laughs> what I love. <laughs> uh, Just talking about the games coming out and, yeah, and getting you know excited. It, you know it. But until next time, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. Be sure to write and review us on your preferred podcast service, as we would very much appreciate it. And until next time, class dismissed. <laughs>